0: Welcome to Legacy Game Changers. Our mission is to help you make, save, and grow your income. I'm your host, Zanetta Rogers, accountant, tax preparer, certified money coach, insurance agent, and travel agent. On today's episode, my guest, Clar- Clarissa Burke, and I will be discussing the self-esteem regime. Clarissa Burke is an internationally acclaimed award-winning media personality, producer, director, writer, author, public speaker, and former supermodel and winner of the Celebrity Survivor Show. Clarissa is the founder and CEO of Limelight Media, a multimedia platform consisting of TV, video, a podcast, digital magazine. Her book entitled The Self-Esteem Redeemed was published in November 2021. Welcome to our show, Clarissa. Thank you so much, that was really great.
1: Sometimes when I listen to the bio, I go, more, everybody must be thinking to do all those things in one lifetime. This guest must be really, really old." <laughs> yeah, I'm just
0: like, "Oh man, yeah, <laughs> I'm, just I'm gonna do all of this." <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I'm not, I'm no young spry chicken, but I'm not like a hundred, you know. Anyway, thanks for having me. Yeah, we're talking about uh, talking about my book and listening to what you do. Uh, you know very well that yeah, I think that. Um, in business, especially, um, you know, I think that your business and you know your bottom line directly reflects, ha- ha, you know, for the most part, certainly life can happen, but it re- kind of reflects how you feel about yourself and how your, you know, your relationships are, uh, not only again with yourself, but with with others, whether it be at home or in business. So. I was really excited to write this book, Self-Esteem, The Self-Esteem Regime. It's an action plan for becoming the confident person you were meant to be. And people say, okay, well, great. Well, why'd you write the book? Well, because I saw so many people along the way from my mother to my grandmother to, you know, different, I modeled for a good long time. And so I saw, you know, beautiful women that just weren't living their greater good or they, I just weren't treating themselves well at all. And, and I wondered what was a common denominator there? from my mother that hated her picture taken to my grandmother that thought she had to lose weight so she took two diet pills and choked on them and perforated her esophagus and wound up in the hospital for 6 weeks and wow. then I'm, I'm yeah I'm running all over the world and I'm looking at the most, some of the most beautiful women gods ever put on the planet and they're drugging themselves or they're in toxic relationships or not all of them don't get me wrong but I was able to see some really really you know beautiful beautiful women not being very good to themselves. And so I was like, you know what? I think I, I have an idea what this is. I think it's it's perception of self, it's self-esteem, it's, it's a lack of confidence. And so I find that that is also very true in business. A lot of people think that they can't, and when you think you can't, you probably won't. Um, and so fear is involved, the fear of failure is involved, thinking you're not good enough is involved. And so I wrote a book, and the book starts with the first chapter. All all twelve chapters are begin with a, a re word, and the first one is release. You know, what are you coming to the table with right now? What have you been taught? What did your natal tribe teach you? What have you learned from media? Where, like, where are we right now? Where are you? And what do you need to do to get to the other side, to a lighter, brighter place? And so this is why it was really important for me to write the book. And you know, also because after COVID, I think that we all could use a boost. And I say that because there's been so much loss in the last two years, loss of hope, loss of faith, loss of family, loss of friends, loss of jobs, loss mm-hmm. of money, loss, 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 loss. And, 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 and I think psychologically, people have taken a hit um they plus then politically if we want to go and we're we're so divided that it's really hard i think people are feeling rather unstable um and so a, a good reminder book uh you know a, a, a book like mine is a good reminder let me say it that way that you know it really does all begin and end with you um Life is going to throw many triggers at you and it's up to you to stay very strongly rooted so that you're so, able to deal with whatever life hands you.
0: So who exactly is the book written for men or women or both?
1: It's written, it's really written for both. I've had many men say to me, Oh gosh, you know, so glad I got your book and you know, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not like I'm, it's not, a, you know, for guys don't think it's a guy thing and I will promise you that it, it's, just as important for men as it is for women. I've never met anybody on the planet that feels that they, you know, they win this self-esteem game and that they took the test, got a hundred, and they never have to think about it again. It doesn't work that way, you know. Uh, you know, life is going to be, a, you know, it ebbs and flows. You're going to be triggered tomorrow. You could find out somebody's betrayed you. You could lose a job. You could whatever life throws at you. Sometimes you're going to be destabilized thinking, well, was it something I did? Was it something I said? Could I have been better? Should I have been stronger? Was I too weak? You're going to put yourself immediately on the chopping block most of the time. When you come at life situations with what I call being very strong in your stead, being very well rooted as as big, strong trees are into the ground. You know, when the hurricane comes by, you yeah, you might lose a couple of leaves, and you're going to maybe lose a branch or two, but you're not going to be uprooted. And that's where I like to, that's the analogy that I like to use about feeling uh, and being you know, and living your truth, which is so exactly does, where you need to be.
0: So does anyone ever perfect self, self-esteem? You ever? Do, no
1: i don't believe so i'm not a doctor nor am I a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but I will tell you that I do not believe that there's ever i think that there are people that are very strong in their stead they've done the work they've they've read uh work, you know the work they are they they want to live a better life. I personally want to be a better person tomorrow than I am today, so I make sure that if if something starts to slip or if one of my daily demons crops up or Stop it! Right now. Sorry, not today. Not today. It's not going to happen. I've listened to you for many years. Go back to where you came from because you know you're not welcome here. And that's one of the first things that you have to do is to be extremely mindful about what you're thinking all of the time. And as soon as it starts to go a little bit in that, yep, yep, Sorry, no can do. Got to come back to at least come back to center. Um, if not. Uh, you know, to a stronger, a stronger place than center because, uh, you've got to be able to, to, again, that's doing the work and that's, that's where, as you go through my book, you'll see all of the different exercises and affirmations and case studies. We've got a clarion call, Clarissa's Corner. There are many different things in here that are little, even you know, like mini exercises and reminders of the things you need to do the resources that you need to remember—see all the re-words I'm using there—that Um that y- what will bring you back to a, a tr- your your uh, you know, your north star, your your true north. Let's call it that way,
0: and so that you can stay stable. So you talk about the importance of support groups. Who are they, and what do they do? Uh, uh, the importance of what? Support groups. The port group? Uh Uh-huh. The ORT?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know what we're talking about. The port group. What I can tell you is the... support group. Oh, support. Support, Forgive me. Okay. I'm so sorry. Yes, the support group. Because... sorry. Because... You know, we, we we love our families. We do, and 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 we thank them as we move on and we move out of the natal home um, or wherever we grew up. You know, wherever we grew up, and before we started to go out onto our own, and the the our life circumstances as young children, we were not we didn't necessarily have a choice. It was that how we were it's who our family was and we love them and we thank them and we go back for thanksgiving dinners and christmas and all those things or whatever it is we we do to keep in touch with our families but as we move on we may know or come to know that what we've been taught by the natal tribe may not necessarily be serving us anymore and 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 we've got to be able to start to form and formulate our own as we do our own thoughts our own um our own practices in life some of those things may not necessarily be approved by the natal tribe. They might get their noses out of joint, or they could be offended, or they could get triggered, or whatever it is, It is you must remember that you have to live in your truth. What you do when you find the support group, these are the people that are like-minded. These are people that, that love you and support you no matter what. And the most important thing about that, and this is my chapter 12, is the reciprocity of it. Chapter twelve is reciprocal. So when you find the support group that, that that really tends their hand towards you, that listens to you, that supports you, that pats you on the back, that you know, tends a shoulder should you need to cry it on it, you would do the same for them. These are the some that you know. Again, as you've heard, some people come into your life for a reason. Some people come in for a season, and some people come in for a lifetime. So we want to make sure that those kind of people you may find five, that you might find, be able to count them on one hand. Your entire lifetime, that support group, but you're going to want to make sure that you do everything in your power to hold them, keep them, nourish them, and support them back.
0: So you frankly mentioned one of the tactics in the in the regime. Which is which mm-hmm. one is the most important? And um, what's the more, most important thing to be be to, what is the most important thing to remind ourselves of every day?
1: Yeah, I think for me, it's always been, you know, we've got different different um, chapters. And as I said, the first one is release. And then we go into rebuild. We talk about responsibility. We talk about reaffirming, reinventing, repeating, uh, redirecting. But for me, I think the the most important one, And, and and it's a tough one. Let me tell you, it's one of the most difficult ones, and that is chapter one. That's the releasing. Release is really hard because we want control. We want to control everything. You know, that's what they taught us at home. That's what they taught us in school. This is what they told us in church. This is what they told us. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, everything we learned isn't, isn't, isn't good to to keep and to hold to hold dear but there may be some things that just don't fit you can't put a square peg into a round hole so you want to make sure that if something um, is not necessarily resonating with you another reword we want to make sure to to go ahead and live in our truth to make sure that the direction that we're moving in is the one that makes us feel the best that we can feel um that we are living in our own truth um that we are not subjecting ourselves to getting you know depressed or anxious or feeling anything negative because we're not being who we really are meant to be and this happens all the time you know you just want to be a shining light onto the world and onto yourself um, um and and setting up boundaries is very important as well. Um, you know, people think you have to when you set up a boundary, you need to get angry and yell at people and say, "Ah, this is what I." Be. No, that's not it. If you're yelling, it means you're exasperated, and you haven't made probably communicated properly or made yourself clear. You know, standards, having standards, and and making your boundaries. It doesn't mean that it's attitude, right? It's not attitude. It's it's oh, it's it's setting up things that you will or will not accept. It's making sure that you are not someone else's doormat. It's also making sure that you do not have to live in shame and guilt. You deserve to live in a peaceful home. You deserve to be loved and to be respected. So boundaries are a way of making sure that that does happen. And you can do that with ease, joy, and glory. You don't have to do it in a hard, difficult way. Now, You may set up a boundary and say to someone, hey, that's not cool and this is why. And they can go off on you they can yell and scream it. Don't don't play into it. Just let them vent and say, well, I appreciate your opinion and I thank you, but I would appreciate it if you would not yell at me because, again, it doesn't make me feel good. Whatever it is, I'm making it up as
0: I go, but you get the point. Uh, We need to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more information on self-esteem.
2: Are you ready to join the billion-dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you're a seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. So stop making excuses and start making your podcast, audiobook, e-course, and other online dreams come true. Call Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio now, 302-261-3530. That's 302-261-3530. Hello, this is Danetta Rogers. Join me on Wednesday
0: at 5 p.m. for my new podcast, Legacy Game Changers, every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Join me and we'll talk about finance, education, and wealth building for you and your family to leave a legacy for your loved one. Once again, that's Legacy Game Changers, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Thanks for holding on and we're back with more Carissa. Um You introduced a mirror therapy in your book. How does it work? Mm.
1: Well, I'll tell you, you know, mirror therapy, as I know it, started out with a woman by the name of Louise Hay, um, very, very famous woman in the the self-help space, published a gajillion books and was really one of the pioneers in self-help. Uh, it was also used by Jack Canfield. Jack Canfield is also, uh, another pioneer in, 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 uh, self-development, um, a, a, among, and many other things. He was also the co-writer for the Chicken Soup for the Soul, uh, book. So Jack Canfield used it as well. And it's, it, it works in a way that feels weird. It might look weird. You probably want to do it and nobody else is around, but it is probably the most impactful exercise in, at least in my book, that you will ever do for yourself. Because when you look at yourself in the mirror, and I have affirmations in the chapter that you'll be able to use, should you want to use those, or you can use any of your own. And when you look in a mirror and you say, Clarissa, I love you, and I, I, I love you, notwithstanding the mistakes you've made, and I, I, um, I forgive you, for whatever and and you start to make have this conversation with your with your own eyes into your own eyes it takes a deeper dive into your soul and you know it's it it it's you can say things to yourself that are uplifting loving and caring that others may not say to you or that uh, you can reverse some of the things some of the horrible things that others have said to you so you know human beings as they are um, can do some bad, some some major damage through words, you know. Words cut, do cut like a knife, and so you can you can undo the work that has already been done um, because of the the direct subconscious work you're doing with yourself. So it might feel uncomfortable. You might have a hard time sticking with it. But what I do want to implore everybody that reads the book is that first of all, it's a re, it's a it's a resource not just to read. So two more rewords. This is a resource and not just to read. But I, it's also for me, it's a manual, it's a mission, and it's a movement. Because, again, coming off of, you know, kind of coming off of a couple of years ago, the Me Too movement, and then we went into post-COVID now, where people are, are feeling, as I said, they're feeling a little, you know, I'm going to say tipsy, and that's not due to alcohol, but they're they're off center and off balance. I think they need um, to be reading books that are nourishing them. And again, let's get back to reading books. You want to talk about how to to. How to, how to gain, how to garner self-esteem. Education is probably one of the greatest things of all. What are you reading? How, you know, who are you listening to? Um, what are you believing? These are very, very important things. Reading is, is is one of the most important things, I think, that you'll ever do. Self-esteem also consists of doing, little, you know, things for others. I get the biggest self-esteem boost every time I, you know, I I don't know, hold out little things, the stupidest thing. I hold up in the elevator door for somebody. I help a lady down the stairs with the baby carriage. I just hold a door or I say hello or I smile at someone or I say, oh, that's a pretty top you've got on. The silly stuff, you know, the, the kind things. I, I think we've moved away from manners. I remember what I was taught as a child and manners were such an important part of what we were taught. Those, yeah. the very simple, kind, you know know your place be in your place kind of things that um that i think we've gotten away from i don't know about you i, I haven't taken public transportation in a very long time because i live in in a in a, um, a rural area but you know, are people still getting up for one another for, you know, when the elderly gets on a bus or a train or a pregnant woman gets on board? I don't think as much as they used to. And that's what I'm talking about. You know, mm-hmm. the, those things we used to do when we were kids, it was mm-hmm. expected of us. It was expected of us
0: that yeah. we would do the right thing by those that were in need. Mm-hmm. So, so what, are the, what are the four pillars of self-esteem, in your opinion? They are look good
1: feel good be good and greater good so look good is subjective we all know when we're looking pretty good we've got a lilt in our step and we're going to face the day differently we just are we're going to walk into the good into the meeting more confidently we're going to do you know we're going to go on a date more confidently we're going, whatever it is we we're we're going when we know we're looking good we're 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 feeling we're feeling ourselves you know if, uh, look good, feel good is diet, exercise, and nutrition. You must know what it takes, what your body needs to be nurtured, to be healthy, to be strong, and remember that it works with your brain. A lot of studies have come out recently about brain health and the things we didn't know, alcohol, for example, and sugar, all of the mm. things that are affecting the brain adversely and that is are, there are direct correlations to Alzheimer's dementia uh, in in, uh, in later years. So we want to be really careful about what we are eating. Know your body. Know what it takes. Know what you need, uh, and that's important. Uh, be good. Your finances, you know, is one. Leadership. Your business. Um, your business relationships. You know, all of these different things that are that fall under. Uh, um, again. Building and growing your business, building and growing relationships, becoming the leader that you want to be—if you want to be a leader—there are many different aspects. And you're you, again—you're. Uh, there are so many women that have no idea about finances; just never were taught, never yes. were taught. Don't know what it means. And 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 we take a whole chapter in the book to make sure that you are on top of your game when it comes to your finances. And then your greater good is. Paying it forward, uh, you know, paying it back, volunteering, tithing, uh, vo- you know, doing the right thing, being kind, all of those, you know, greater good, uh, things. That you know, you're going to do, and you know, won't be. You probably won't get paid back for it, right? You're going to get paid back by a, a higher, a higher power, a greater, a greater source, source, divine God, Jesus, whatever you call it. You, will, you know, universe. Y- you know, it, 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 you're always going to get back tenfold what you've given out if it's coming from the heart at least that's what i believe and yeah. so, so yeah. these are the four. yeah the four pillars
0: so you underline living in a conscious state of gratitude which i would definitely believe in who would yeah. you like to... hello i can you hear me yeah now i can four okay. pillars. no I said oh, you... gratitude gratitude yes uh-huh gratitude so um who would you like to thank who you're
1: thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful really for my mom. She's, you know, she's a, a, a lovely lady who's worked very, very hard. You know, she was, she, she had a very difficult uh, time uh, in her life and notwithstanding, you know, she always, uh, she always, you know, came to the plate, made sure that she needed to do, take care of her own. Uh, and, uh, and so mom, I definitely, you know, give a shout out. My grandmother was a phenomenal woman, very strong women in my life that I, I absolutely uh give gratitude for. Uh and then I thank God every morning that I wake up with a roof over my head, warm covers on my bed. When I come back from a long trip. I just came back from San Diego. It was a six hour drive. The minute I pull into my garage, I say, thank you God for another safe trip. Um I thank every time I get you know, I get in a car and I get to where I'm going, thank you that you know, i I got here safely. Uh the you know, the little things that you may not even think of. You know, thank you for the food that I'm going to eat. Thank you for the abundance. Thank you for, uh, you know, my family. Thank you, first and foremost, for my health. And I will tell you, I had COVID, and I've probably been out of bed now three and a half, four months. I still haven't gotten back my taste or my smell.
0: Mm. So I've
1: lost, yeah, I lost two of my five senses that I don't know that I'll ever get back. But at least I didn't lose my sight or my hearing. Okay, You know, so it's, it's, it's a funny way of looking at it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. If, but if I had to lose any, you wouldn't want to lose your touch either because you could put your hand on fire and not know it, right? Yeah. If you, <laughs> so if you had to lose two senses, which two would they be? Well, I'm not thrilled about this, and certainly mm-hmm. it's kind of a bummer, but I thank, I thank God
0: for the three that I do have. And so one of my last questions is, what does leaving a legacy mean to you?
1: It means leaving the best of yourself. It means making sure that the people that you touch, you know, it means, it, it means making sure that the people that you've touched um, are, um, gosh, that's, I, I hate to say it because it's like, I, I like to think I have, let's just put it that way. And that means that the people that I have helped along the way um, will remember the, the, you know, the good and pay it forward. Um, anybody that I have helped, just, don't thank me, you know, thank the higher power. You know, they were the ones that brought us together. And so I don't like to take credit for it, but my legacy is, is, is going to be, um, one of, of a woman who is very passionate about the position and condition of women and who helped whomever she could whenever she could, whenever she had the opportunity.
0: Right. So how can that order, audience boarding get in touch with you?
1: Well, the Self-Esteem Regime, first off, can be bought on uh, Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It's in the Barnes & Noble stores, which is very exciting because I'm doing the book tours now, and book signings. And um, you can, I'm on all social everywhere, Clarissa Burt, So uh, except Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat. but um, <laughs> I'm too old for that. But I, you can find me at Clarissa Burt pretty much anywhere.
0: I really appreciate you being on my show. Thank you I'll- so much. This has been Legacy Game Changers. I'm here to help you with your financial needs. I can be reached at 443-906-3882, or you can email me at LegacyGameChangers at gmail.com. Everyone have a blessed evening.